Hey there, I'm Helen Ornelas, and I've been a life insurance, long-term care, and Medicare broker for over 20 years, helping thousands of clients during this time. I've come across all types of cases, questions, and calls from people who are in planning or in crisis and provided solutions. So welcome to the OnLive podcast with Helen Ornelas. Listen, you know as well as I do that taking care of important things in life is motivating, empowering, and even inspirational. You're thinking, what does this look like? If you're a business owner, executive, or someone who wants to know, what do I need to know about life events, how to prepare, where can I get help, you're in the right place. These life events will be coming your way, and you will receive these phone calls from your family, siblings, in-laws, grandparents, business partners, and friends. What calls do you think are coming my way? Let's find out. I'll be sharing stories, solutions from me, my clients, providers of service, and others that can help you now or in the future. We have the toolbox here on life, so if you're ready, let's get your toolbox loaded up. Hello, and welcome to On Life with Helen. This is Helen Ornelas, and this is our ninth episode with On Life with Helen. Today, we're going to focus on some underwriting stuff as well as why most business owners, yes, you, I'm speaking to you, should think beyond the 10-year term when you're thinking about getting some coverage for key person, buy, sell, collateralization of a loan, any of those types of things. I have a a couple scenarios that I want you to think about. And also, I want to share with you that we have some guests coming up in the next couple weeks with some really exciting topics. Uh, The first one, we have Renee Balcom back. And right now, I have her as a guest frequently because the information she has is just amazing. She's going to talk about what happens when a person close to you needs a 5150. So that's when somebody is having a a mental issue and they need to go into care, uh, how that works, what happens when somebody is in care. Honestly, I don't know what happens. And so I'm really excited to learn what that might look like. We also have a, a really cool guy who does reverse mortgage and he approaches it from a very different perspective where Uh, A lot of people think you do it as a last choice, but he talks about doing it as maybe a first choice uh, to conserve some assets. And so looking forward to having him on in the next couple weeks. I have a great employee benefits broker coming on. Very unique way about covering employee benefits for your employees. Uh, Comes from a more heartfelt place. And a really uh, exciting way to cover that risk and save some money and maybe even offer some more benefits to your employees and help with that retention. And then we're also going to have a a Medicare FMO business owner run by a woman. And that's going to be pretty exciting. So at the end of the show, I think I'll uh, get their names in order so you can have it. And I'll repeat this again. All right, here we go. So let's talk about 10-year term. Now, I know 10-year term, we call it kind of bread and butter money. We usually get them done. Business owners like them because they're inexpensive, a shorter period of time. A lot of times the risk that they're covering at the time could be a loan that they only need for two to five, six years. 
They only think they're going to be in their business for another 10 years and they're going to retire. Uh, that changes a lot these days. A lot of business owners are in their business, uh, participating up until their, their late seventies now. So that's, uh, really something to consider when you're in your fifties and sixties and you think you're only going to be around for a few more years, but things change. They change because you need to stay in the business. Maybe you haven't found that person who you could turn it over to. You stay in it because you like it. You're feeling good. Things are good. You've got it set up kind of on autopilot, but the business still depends on you. Or you need to stay in the business because you need that income still. So these are, for the business owner out there, these are reasons why people usually stay and work uh, later into their 70s, sometimes even early 80s. People are healthier. They like the business that they're doing. A lot of different ways to run a business these days and not always have to be on site. This is a, a big thank you to COVID-19 that has taught all of us how to work a different way. So I'm going to start with a, a case that I had earlier this month. I had a 75-year-old business owner who had uh, purchased a 10-year term in their 60s, and, and so it's running out. The term is up. And for most of you that have not had a life insurance review lately, you should really get your broker or someone like me or me to look at your policy and see where you're at. So quick review, if you have a 10-year term, the death benefit and the premium is guaranteed over that 10-year period. And once that 10 years up, it goes into something called annual renewable term. So, for example, uh, the reason I got this call is, and I get this a lot, the policy went from 8000 a year in the past 10 years. That's what they paid. In 2022, it's going up to 40000 a year. 2023, it's going up to 42000 a year. And 2024, it's going up to 47000 a year, so on and so forth. So what happens is that rate is not guaranteed anymore. So for that same death benefit amount, it gets exponentially more expensive. So going to give you some a little bit of uh, statistics here. When you get into your 60s, you have a one in four chance of being declined, 70, two in four. And when you get into your 80s, it's three to four in getting declined. So when you're purchasing that 10-year term, Look at where you're going to land in 10 years and if you're going to need another policy. So this person who gave me a call, his uh, daughter, who's running the business and taking it over eventually, was a little bit concerned because they need coverage on her dad at least for another five to six years. They have some risk that's out there, and now they are in annual renewable term having to cover that risk and pay these premium amounts. Now, we did start talk about an application and getting him into underwriting so that we could get some type of uh, annual premium that is a known number that would be consistent for the next 10 years. And obviously, if they don't need it anymore, they can just discontinue the policy. So what happens when you get over 70, uh, you have to do a cognitive test along with the paramedic exam. So the process became a little burdensome. 
uh, he first really was not too excited about doing the exam and then having to do the cognitive test um, over the phone and during the exam in person just became too much. And so he bounced out. Uh, his daughter, very upset because they're going to be paying these really high premiums instead of trying to get a new policy. So you can kind of see when you start getting into your late 60s and 70s and early 80s, you really need to pay attention to your life insurance policies. And if you're heading in that direction, your life insurance agent most likely may not be around anymore. So you are going to have to be proactive and reach out and find someone to take a look at that policy, help you understand what you have and what your options are. So being uh, someone who likes to help people, I, I made a couple of recommendations for these folks. The policy is kind of affordable uh, this year and just told them to kind of think about paying those premiums for this year and see if uh, they can get uh, the owner in a better place to move forward with an exam and a cognitive test in the near future and really evaluate, do they still need that original face amount that they had in that 10-year term? Or can they lower that death of benefit down, uh, still cover the risk that they have for the next three to five years and get those premiums a little bit under control? So this was a scenario that kind of, uh, you know, broke my heart a little bit. I love helping people. I like helping them get something that works for them. And this one just didn't work out. So you, the business owner that's out there listening to this podcast today, I can't encourage you enough to get somebody to look at the policies that you have, particularly the ones that are attached to your business. Find out where you're at. What are your options? How much longer are you going to need stuff? Because here's the deal. Maybe getting a 15, 20, or 30-year term is going to be a little bit more expensive, but it's going to give you a lot of flexibility. If you own your own business or you're a key person and you have a need you think just for 10 years, but you get a 15, 20, 30 year, if you can afford it, take that policy with you. Take it into your personal estate when you retire or you leave. So that way you have the gift that keeps giving. It's worked for you in your business or as a key person. And now you're bringing it into your estate to cover other risks that you have for the length of that policy. And if you don't need it, because that happens too, where your assets are enough and you don't feel like you need life insurance anymore, uh, you can let it go. So, and, and I'm talking about term here. There are other stuff out there, but I say for business owners, think beyond the 10 year term concept because it can be a little bit dangerous as you get older. Um, the coverage gets a little weird and, uh, there are other ways to cover that risk. While we're on the topic, uh, I have a another uh, good case to just kind of talk about. And uh, this one's just, you know, a case of uh, compliance, getting your annual exam done and all of those things that we, we all know what we need to do. And so I had a business owner who uh, was retiring, didn't have any life insurance and was now getting ready to get some permanent life insurance in place to take care of uh, the final expense type things and leave a little bit of money to her two uh, children. So what happened is that this particular person, their doctor retired like, you know, 10 years ago. 
and was really nervous about getting a new doctor and just didn't do anything. So from ages 55 to 65 had really not been to the doctor. Well, the insurance carriers don't like seeing that. They really want you to stay on top of all of those annual exams, the things we need to get in our 50s and 60s, you know, colonoscopy, mammograms, you know, just all of that stuff, uh, glucose uh, monitoring, just everything that we need to do as we get older, right? Because the wheels get a little wobbly sometimes and uh, we need to, you know, tighten up the the nuts there and keep things going. So this person had not seen a doctor in 10 years, was in, is in good health and has uh, the funds to fund this permanent policy. And so what she needs to do now is uh, her policy is pending for 12 months and her job now is to go to the doctor, find a new doctor and get all of those things that we all need to get done. So I gently talked her through getting over the fear of getting with a new doctor, helping her understand that she can call in and go to one doctor. If she doesn't like that doctor, she can pick another one until she gets one that she's comfortable with and go ahead and get all of those things done. So the great news is, is that she has found a doctor and she's starting to tick those things off of her list. And I'm looking forward in about uh, 10 months to get her application going again, uh, get her the coverage that she needs so she can feel good about leaving some money to take care of her fares and a little bit of something for her two adult children. So that was another interesting case. I, I have to say that I've not come across something like that. Uh, usually people that are in their 30s and 20s, maybe early 40s, uh, those requirements aren't as tough because young people usually don't have a lot of stuff going on. And so not seeing the doctor for several years is really uh, not a huge issue. But when we get into our mid to late 40s and over, the underwriters most certainly like to see us uh, checking in with our doctors and starting to get those things done on an annual basis or at those markers that they like to see things done. So that was kind of interesting. I look forward to helping her in the near future. Just to let you know, any agent that's out there, a broker, is going to be your advocate. Stick with you. We'll have several cases that are pending and help them get on track and, and figure out what needs to be done. And because the goal is to get you covered. And um, anything that we can do to get that done for you is why we're in business here. So these cases are a little bit challenging, but in the end, when we can get someone what they need, it is very, very fulfilling. And this is why I come to work every day. So I look forward to getting her taken care of in, a, in 10 months or so. So that's a second case review that we kind of looked at in the last couple of weeks. The other exciting thing that's going on is accelerated underwriting for term policies. I know that I've spoken about this a couple times. I'm just going to keep on talking about it because I'm so excited about it. So accelerated underwriting is on permanent product and on term product. Uh, the most exciting part is that it's on term now. And usually for people that are 60 and under, you can get anywhere from one to $3 million. And uh, you get an application going. Uh, you do an e-link interview or you do a phone interview. And from there, 
they decide if you need to go through full underwriting or not, or if you kind of get, uh, you know, that pass go and they run a few things and a policy can be issued fairly quickly. Now, one of the my favorites is uh, American General QOL Partners. They just last week have started to offer their accelerated underwriting program on their term product. They have three amazing writers, which are critical, chronicle, and terminal illness. As you know, I am a proponent to life insurance that you don't have to die to use, which is one of their slogans. The old insurance policy of just sitting it in a drawer, letting it uh, collect dust, never really paying attention to it, doesn't really help anyone. Having life insurance policies, whether it's life with long-term care, life with accelerated death benefit riders, you want to have uh, policies with cash. It's really nice if you can have a policy that you can use while you're alive. Lots of things happen out there, and it's really a good product to have. So if you have some type of event in your life and you need a solution, going to a life insurance policy for that is very, very helpful. So American General QOL, I want to share with you that this week we put in several applications. We had one, I put the application in at five o'clock in the evening. They did their interview at one o'clock the following day over the phone. And we had an approval by seven o'clock at night. Super cool. Really happy. The client was blown away. And now they have a policy. I mean, really, that was just about 24 hours. So she now has a policy that has a death benefit, a critical, a chronicle, and terminal illness writer on there as well. She's super happy. Her husband's super happy. And uh, it wasn't a hassle. That's the best part. The following day, I had a very, very young couple call in, 33, 34. Uh, they just bought a home. They have a child. You know, it's a, it's a pretty normal situation. We've put them in to underwriting, and they just completed their exams today. That's not the physical exam, but the phone exam interview, I should say, is probably a better term to use. And uh, I look forward to seeing uh, in my email box in the morning uh, their approval. Done. Busy folks. One's a business owner. The other works for the state. Super excited to get them done with their busy lives and not have to stop, meet with an examiner, get blood, height, weight, all that other stuff that uh, that needs to be done. I just can't wait when that part of this business is done. So I had another one, and this is with a, a different carrier, a 38-year-old. I did a key person on him, and he needed a little bit more personal life insurance, so he called in. We did a $1 million 30-year term. Uh, it was through another accelerated underwriting process with Lincoln. And this was another super cool thing. So put his uh, super short application in, he signed it, did an e-link interview, and literally the next day he had an approval. So again, we did a 33-year-old, 34, a 55, a 38-year-old, you know, 60 and under, if you're generally healthy, uh, even if you have some high blood pressure, cholesterol, some pre-diabetes, but your A1C is in line, these programs are here for you and don't be afraid to give them a shot. You know, you do not have to go through that entire process 
if you're generally healthy. And the best way to find out is to get that application in, see where you land, and take a chance. Don't let the underwriting process of meeting with an examiner uh, keep you from not moving forward with an application. There are so many options out there. And I'm so excited that our industry is finally coming in to an age where they can gather enough information without having to drag you through meeting with somebody, getting blood, urine, height, weight, all that craziness. So those are a couple exciting um, underwriting cases that came in today, or actually not today, last week. So we have some great successes, and I'm always excited to share those. I'm going to never stop talking about accelerated underwriting and the accelerated benefit riders that are available now on policies that cover that critical, chronicle, and terminal illness riders. So, so crucial to have these days. So let's talk about those cases where you might have to go into full underwriting and what that looks like. So for some business owners and folks that are out there, a full exam is needed. And in a lot of cases, that does not mean that you're going to get rated or it's going to be more expensive. It just means that they need more information. And that could be just from a prescription check or something's come up, a question that was answered a particular way. And I will tell you most of the time with full underwriting, you actually come up with a really, really good health rating. So just because you get moved into that lane doesn't mean that you're going to be rated or that insurance is going to be more expensive. It just means that they need a little bit more work. And uh, a lot of it is just making that file compliant. So I want to give you a few hints when you have to meet for an exam. So just like every other business that's out there right now coming out of the pandemic, everybody is short personnel. So you need to take responsibility for your exam a little bit here. Um, it's been a little bit of a, a point of frustration where we have examiners that cancel because they have had closure experience, they uh, exposure, uh, they get double booked. Um, they're overworked just like everybody else because they're limited with staff. So if you have an exam that's scheduled, verify the date and the time that they're going to show up. Make sure, I always recommend that you do it at home as opposed to work if you can. Much more comfortable. Just you don't get distracted. If you can do it early in the day before your day starts, that's super helpful uh, before that, uh, that stress starts to mount. Drink a lot of water. You want to make sure that when you do that urine specimen that you have plenty of fluids, that your blood pressure is in a good place by being at home. Just being comfortable in getting that done is really, really helpful. And here's the deal, and you, I know you've heard me say this before, if you are not feeling well, or for some reason you are super stressed out, and it is just not a good time to see an examiner, give them a call, cancel, and reschedule. For those of you that live in areas that are kind of rural, because uh, I do work with a lot of people that uh, are in the ag business, re-verify that that examiner is going to come to your house or business. And if they're not, give your broker a call and have them find an examiner that is going to come to where you're at. In some cases, it's a one, two, or three-mile drive into a town. 
where you can get all of this done and it just isn't necessary. So that's kind of a hint. When you get there to do that exam at your home, be comfortable, do it early in the day, feel well, drink lots of water, don't over-exercise in the morning before they show up, and then get that exam done, answer those questions. And most certainly, that'll be a very intricate part in getting a really good health rating is to being your best when they show up to do that exam. Okay, just a brief recap for today. We spoke about thinking beyond that 10-year term for you, the business owner. Think about a little bit more long-term because a couple things can happen. You could stay in your business longer. You may have to get another loan that you want to expand your business. You might have another risk that has come up. You might want to just take that policy from your business into your personal estate. And the last thing that you want to do is have that 10-year term out right at a point where maybe your health isn't as great as it used to be. It gets super expensive, passing underwriting, gets a little bit more difficult for some people, and you just want to have options. Sometimes for that couple of hundred dollars more a year, and sometimes that's all it is to put a little bit of extra time on those key person life insurance policies or even your personal life insurance policies. Take it out for as long as you can because you know what? If you don't need it, you can always lower the death benefit after a couple of years. You can give it up if you don't need it anymore. But having that policy in your drawer for when you need it is really, really valuable. We also spoke about the accelerated underwriting process and how cool that's becoming. Uh, Lots of opportunity. We spoke about also the staying compliant corner. Go get all of those annual exams done. Stay compliant. If they give you medication, things and tests that you need to complete, just go ahead and knock them out. If you are not happy with your doctor, switch. Find one that you're happy with. That is a really good partnership is to have a doctor that you are comfortable with, that they're interested in your health and in you. Very, very, very valuable. So last but not least, I'm going to talk about our future guests because I'm super excited to have those folks joining us. I know you like listening to me, but not all the time. I love having guests on. There's so many interesting people in the world. The reason I did this podcast, or I'm doing this podcast, I should say, is to just bring people to add to your toolbox. The Life Insurance Long-Term Care Disability and Medicare, it's good to get updates. But what I like to do is bring some unique solutions to problems that you a business owner, someone in your business, or a family member might be experiencing. So I recommend that you listen to the last two podcasts that we had, episodes seven and eight. Listen to Renee Balcom from Renee & Company, Silver Lining Network, about some uh, cases and how a health advocate can be really good help. For I will say that right before I'm recording this podcast, I got a call from a broker's in-laws where they have a family member who is basically being sent home without um, any care and that person is unable to take care of themselves. So I called my friend Renee up. She's going to get with that family and see how she can assist. 
and get that person the care they need. Right now, the entire family is spinning because nobody knows what to do. And I'm super excited that Renee is going to give them a call and hopefully get that whole thing sorted out. And uh, I'll give you an update here in the next uh, couple of weeks on what that looked like. So uh, she is going to be one of my upcoming guests again. What we're going to talk about is the 5150, and that's when somebody is having a mental meltdown, needs maybe to go into care for a couple of days or weeks or months to kind of get it together. It sounds super, super scary. I know that it's the right thing for people, but like I said, I don't know how that works. Once someone gets in care, how do they get out? We're all afraid that we're going to end up in a facility somewhere and lose our control. And how do we get out? Like, how does that work? What does the family need to know? I am super excited to have her on about this. I'm going to have Serena Jensen from Solve. She's going to talk about her passion, her renewed passion with employee benefits and how she helps her clientele think about benefits in a brand new way. Super excited. You're just going to love her. She is just full of energy. I've known Serena forever. And then we're going to have, let's see, we're going to have Rosa Maria Marujo. She's a Medicare FMO from a Trusted America Insurance Agency. She is super exciting. She's a young woman running her business, uh, growing exponentially. She works with a lot of young people in her office. I'm always fascinated. The, she just has a really cool way of getting them trained. They are so smart, so fast. And so I just can't wait for her to share her success, how she started, where she's at now, and where she's going in the future. So let's see who else we have here. We have uh, Mitch from Mutual of Omaha. He's going to talk about reverse mortgage. And he's going to talk about it from not a last resort and that really reverse mortgage is for um, middle-class folks using it maybe first and conserving some other assets that you have. So he's another young person, super exciting, always has interesting stories and things to bring to the table. And so for right now, that's all I have for On Life with Helen Please like and subscribe. Let your friends know there's a lot of resources on the podcast here. And if you have any questions or you have a case that you would like some help on or you would like a topic, you know where to find me, Helen at OrnellisInsurance.com, H-E-L-E-N at O-R-N-E-L-L-A-S Insurance.com. All right, everybody, have a great week, and we'll be talking to you soon. Bye-bye. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of On Life with Helen Ornelas podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share with a friend. And if you haven't already subscribed, rated, and reviewed on your favorite podcast player, please do. If you have any questions or comments, any topic ideas, or you might want to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly, Helen at OrnellosInsurance.com, H-E-L-E-N at O-R-N-E-L-L-A-S Insurance.com. In closing, this podcast is dedicated to all who believe in preparing for the future and beyond. And beyond.